0: Welcome to People of Hope, a conversation on finding joy in all things with the pastoral staff of Ignatius House Jesuit Retreat Center in Atlanta, Georgia. We have with us Father Joe Lingan, a Jesuit on staff at Ignatius House, and Maria Kressler, our executive director. Joe will open with some initial thoughts on community, uh, but I've first asked Maria to open us in prayer. Maria
1: and let us pray wondrous worker of wonders I thank you not alone for what has been or for what is but for what is yet to be for you are gracious beyond all telling of it I thank you that out of the turbulence of my life a kingdom is coming is being shaped even now out of my slivers of loving, my bits of trusting, my sprigs of hoping, my toodles of laughing, my drips of crying, my smidgens of worshiping, that out of my songs and struggles, out of my griefs and triumphs, I am gathered up and saved for you are gracious beyond all telling of it. I thank you that you turn me loose to go with you to the edge of the now and maybe to welcome the new, to see my possibilities, to accept my limits, and yet began living to the limit of passion and compassion until released by joy, I uncurled to other people and to your kingdom coming for you are gracious beyond, beyond all the telling of it. Amen. Amen.
2: Thank you, Maria. And good evening to you and Andy. I'm presuming to open up these remarks, and I title these remarks, The Importance and Joy of Gratitude. A few years ago, I was asked to speak at the end of a conference and offer remarks of appreciation (laughs) to and for the conference organizers, presenters and participants. It was to be the concluding talk of the conference. So it was to be more than just standing up and saying, thank you. So to prepare the talk, I did some research. More specifically, I did etymological research first on the word appreciation, then gratitude, and then the word thanks. I was honestly intrigued by what I learned I came to a whole new understanding of and to a much greater appreciation for the meaning and the importance of thanksgiving. Now, bear with me, if you will, the word appreciation is variously defined, depending upon the context in which the term is used. It may be used to acknowledge a rise, an increase, or a gain, such as when someone speaks of the value of something, the appreciation of a stock or a house or other investment. The term may be used to express understanding or comprehension or awareness, such as offered in the statement, I appreciate how you feel, meaning I know or understand how you feel. The word appreciation may be used to express admiration, enjoyment, or pleasure such as offered in the statement I appreciate the view from this window or I appreciate the music of Johann Bach or John Legend. Lastly, the word appreciation, at least in today's parlance, is often used to express gratitude and or thankfulness, such as I appreciate all you who are tuning in to this podcast. But interestingly, the word appreciation is derived from a Latin word meaning to set a price or to appraise. Thus, to appreciate is to recognize the value of something or someone. I then looked up the word gratitude. The word gratitude is derived from a Latin word meaning pleasing and thankful Thus, to hold gratitude is to acknowledge that something or someone has provided a certain degree of pleasure. I then considered and looked up the word thanks. The word thanks is derived from originally a Teutonic word meaning thought, particularly those thoughts which lead to or include good feelings. Thus, to express thanks means that one has received, considered, and reflected on something or someone, and has concluded that something good has been offered and or received. The result of all this inquiry led me to conclude that the expression of appreciation, gratitude, or thanks is essential to the completion of the process of giving. In in other words, the giving is complete when appreciation, gratitude, and or thanks is expressed. This led me to realize and conclude that with the expression of gratitude, what has been offered has been accepted and received with favor. However, more than that, with the expression of appreciation, gratitude, and or thanks, the giver, the intention of the giver, as well as the gift itself, is accepted and received with favor that is positively, happily, and approvingly accepted. It is a recognition and an acknowledgement of the value, the pleasure, and goodness of the giver, the intention behind the give, and the gift. Thus, giving thanks is not simply a matter of saying please and thank you. Expressions of gratitude is, is far more than just good manners. It is an essential to the completion of the giving process. Now, interestingly, St. Ignatius Loyola once wrote that the deadliest sin was ingratitude. He stated that ingratitude was, quote, the cause and beginning and origin of all evils and sins, close quote. A bold claim to be sure. However, in Ignatius's mind, he believed that we sin because we are not sufficiently aware of God's complete and total goodness, hence the importance of gratitude. As a spiritual director, and perhaps both you and Maria and Andy can understand and have had this experience, I, I have often observed and sincerely believe that a person's first and most natural response— to an experience of God and or God's grace is gratitude. And often when I'm listening to someone and I hear them talk about their experience and then they express gratitude, it is a wonderful indication, it seems to me, that they have in fact experienced God or God's grace. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Joe. You know, uh, I appreciate, appreciate the way you connected to, uh, to, to Ignatian spirituality. Cause you know, Ignatius says that all, all things are gift and, um, and, and that, uh, and, you know, even our prayer begins, even in our Christian tradition, prayer often begins with gratitude, with, with thanksgiving. Um, so I see gratitude very much as a recognition of the gifts. Like you said, it, it sort of brings a completion to the gift, or um, or even in a relationship, it kind of brings it full circle. Um, without without any expression of gratitude, I think it's very hard to have a you know a good relationship.
1: Well, talking about gratitude, how, how grateful can I be <laughs> to be here tonight and and talking with my my colleagues and friends on a topic that. Um, that I think those of us in this ministry, we, we recognize it is the source of all. My first thing every day in that first moment of the day is literally, thank you for another day. Just the simple gift of being alive. Um, but when I was listening to, to Joe speaks this evening, I, and, and this recognition of the giver and the gift, but the intention of the giver the intention of wanting my happiness and wanting my my to be present in this world and thriving. Um, that that in, that in and of itself, right? To be to be so humbled into this this space, to be living, to be breathing, to be here. And it made me think about just a few um, maybe a week back, we had the scripture on the 10 lepers and mm-hmm. and how 10 went, you know, and only one came back to give God thanks, right? And I don't I won't start singing, Joe, because I know we'll both start to sing together on a song and lepers. But you know, there was like nine, nine. Um, only one came back to give God thanks, and nine went away. And and how the completion of the gift is to go back and to say thank you and to be grateful. And yet at the same time, the giver did not give the gift just to hear appreciation or thanksgiving, that God gives these gifts even though it is completed in us in in saying, thank you. That's not the intention of the giver looking for thanks for our Thanksgiving. However, in the completion of it, we are, we are caught up in that love and we, it, it is this beautiful, we then want to give. And so it becomes that in the giving, right? We receive, and then we want to go on and give the gift away. So I, there's something about that that just I just was really caught with the with the three different pieces of that, not just the giver um, the intention of the giver and then the reception of the gift. And then what I do with that gift, you know, God has given everything to me a long time ago. I was given when I was made my first whole uh, my first um, not my first my only confirmation back when I was in seventh grade. My um, sponsor gave me a sign that said, "Um, you know, you are, wait, you are God's gift. Um, what you make of yourself is as your gift to God, your thanksgiving to God. And I'm, I'll never forget that. It was always like, you have something to do and you have to give back. Um, so there was something about the receiving of a gift and the joy and wanting to to give it back. And the giving back is, is to pass it on. So um, those were some of my immediate thoughts, especially when I was thinking about the, the 10 lepers from last week and, and how, um, we recognize the one came back to give God thanks. So,
0: um, yeah, there's a you, cycle. Thing for you <laughs> <laughs> is this: a, a you know, cycle what, that like moves moves you to response.
2: You mm-hmm. know, one of the things I I find uh, striking about uh, <laughs> my own <laughs> remarks <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, is the, the notion of pleasure. That is to say, when expressing thanks, we're we're saying that what's been offered is being has been received with pleasure and favor, et cetera. And I, I think about um, what a joy that must be for the giver to know that what they've offered has, has given the the receiver of what they've offered real pleasure. And, um, you know, the other thing that uh, your remarks made me think, uh, both of you, is um it seems that Thanksgiving and expressing appreciation can actually lead to more generosity, uh, and and encourages uh, more giving, so to speak. Um, and I, I think that that's you know it's, it's, maybe that's another important value to giving thanks is that it it not only expresses pleasure in someone's generosity, but it also encourages further generosity. Uh, I've often thought, too, you know, um, I've said this in in, uh, some of my talks or days of recollection, um, and this isn't to change the subject, but, you know, when someone says to another, I love you, what's the appropriate response to that? And I've come to really believe that the appropriate response is not, I love you too, although that's often one's response, but rather to say, in response to someone saying, I love you, to say, thank you. you know, as a, to, to In light of what I was saying earlier, that that beautiful expression, I love you, is saying something and offering something quite extraordinary. And if saying thank you is saying I receive your love and I am so grateful for it and it pleases me greatly, hence saying thank you to someone saying I love you is I think really important. And it's sort of what you were implying Maria a moment ago when you know your life is God's gift to you, what you make of it is your gift to God. And what you make of it is your way of saying thank you to God for the gift. That is your life.
0: Yeah, Joe. I think I think with "I love you," I think we sometimes feel unworthy to receive, and so I think humility is tied in as well. You know, Um, I mean, for the for the longest, it took me a long time to really be able to receive a gift, and just say, or you, and that gift could be a compliment, right? Just to say thank you, rather than sort of a false. Humility that that resists and says, "Oh no, no," you know, and and you just you just sort of dis, it's a dismissal of the gift. Actually, than than a fully receiving that.
1: Okay. Did you want you know,
2: to a- <laughs> Sorry, you know, one of the things I've noticed lately, uh, Andy, to that comment that I've noticed an awful a lot listening to radio interviews or whatever, and a person will say to a guest thank you for being with us and their response is not you're welcome but thank you and it's like thank you thank you and it's it just it always strikes me as a little odd uh, to respond to thank you with thank you
0: no thank no thank you
1: no, thank you. <laughs> no but you have to do my pleasure <laughs> yes yeah,
2: or you're welcome you know, you know
1: what I was thinking, um, one of the thoughts that came when I was thinking about joy and gratitude was was how when when you are if you've ever been part of a group that's that's wanting to give a particular gift and you and you knew how excited the, the receiver would be when they receive that gift. I mean, think of a parent when they decide what they're going to get the, the child for their birthday, and they can't wait to see the joy on their face. The other night I was part of a, a Bible study, and we wanted to present a gift to the to the leader and here we are in this virtual world, right? And we had all chipped in and the gift was sent and flowers and what have you, but she wasn't allowed to open her card until we all gathered on Zoom to be present to her opening. And and, and everybody wanted to be present because we wanted to experience the joy with her. Um, and I was thinking about that when you were talking. When we think about gratitude and joy, and what kind of joy there must be, right? When for God, for all of us, like when we, when we, when we give, when the love of the giver is so deep and so so much there, we so want to share, and then to watch with joy, the receiver um, receive it. I don't know. There's just something about that the giving, the the, the thanksgiving, but then the joy that comes from being present and I couldn't I just love I used to you know, don't give them that gift. I want to be there to capture the joy. I want to be there for the joy for the moment of um, the experience. And rate, anyway, it, it, it came to mind because we had that we experience on Monday night and it was amazing how we could pull that off in a virtual world um, so we can still be present to each other's joys. Um, even in gratitude. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've spent the last eight months thanking God for this technology.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I think as a parent, um, when my daughter, you know, comes up to even to just to show me something, or maybe she's made something for me. Um, she is seeing my delight, right? She cares about my reaction and I delight in her, giving, you know, so there's this mutuality to it. And so when I, I think that's a beautiful image of God and even connects to, um, actually, I'm not sure where I read it, some book on discernment of, of um, you know, Ignatius says that when you're making a decision, imagine yourself before God, face-to-face with God. And the way this book uh, kind of put it was ask yourself what would give God the most delight, um, or, or was it maybe what, what would give, yeah, what would give you the most delight in telling God about it? So I imagine the kind of the perspective of this child to a parent um, that even making good choices and using my gifts and abilities and vocation um, is a gift. It, it is a gift to God.
2: And I would imagine... A- Obviously, I'm not a parent, but I would imagine, for example, Andy, with your daughter, given how old she is, that the, there must be a special delight in when your children are much younger, and and they're doing something in order to please you. The fact that they would be that thoughtful and be interested in. in you know that must be very encouraging and inspiring in some ways, as a parent to know that your child is so interested in pleasing you. Uh, that that must be very special.
0: The interest in pleasing me comes and goes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, I was I was also conscious. You know, this year I think we're all very conscious of. Um, This is going to be a unique Thanksgiving, uh, given the pandemic. But it does make me kind of pause and recall uh, what Thanksgiving has meant to me and my family. Um, I have found that it's the one time when we as a family, uh, I would dare say, share at at a, a great depth when we go around, at least in our tradition, we have been, we've gone around the table and express what we're grateful for, and uh, it's always very, very moving. And of course, as my family has expanded with nephews and nieces and grand nephews and grandnephews, et cetera, um, it's just been really quite remarkable to have that kind of, uh, dare I say, family sharing. Um, it's just been very, very moving. And I'm, uh, somebody asked me the other day, since we're not be traveling and we're not gathering as a family, if we're going to have a Zoom Thanksgiving, uh, which may be a little challenging. But I must admit, I appreciated the the thought and uh, it, it led me to think I'm going to start planning to see if I can do that with my family as we're spread out a little bit this year. But uh, certainly that notion of being able to come together and to have that depth of sharing—I hope that we can do this year, even though we won't be together in person.
1: We have a very similar tradition in our house, and one of the and and, and I'm saying now from my family of origin that kind of follows down into my children now and grandchildren. But we had the added joy—I could say—my parents got married on Thanksgiving weekend on. Um, and so for us, my entire life, Thanksgiving was also a celebration of their, their marriage and, and always wrapped in Thanksgiving, thanking God. My father was, you know, thanking God for mama, you know, like for this, for the woman um, that, you know, and he together who created this family together and thanking God for his job that helped pay for the food that was, we were about to eat. And, and then he would always throw in and Thank God we're Italian because we have we have the best food. Or I mean, everything was about was, was was gratitude. That that from a child, it was from watching, from thanking God for their marriage, for the for the extended family. My grandparents lived with us for the for for the job, um, for each other, and then go around the table. And there were times, and I can I can close my eyes and remember as kids, and it's like you know we had to say we were thankful, whether you wanted to or not. And so you can imagine. Over those years of kids or somebody going, you know, I'm you know, thankful it's almost over. Or <laughs> just sometimes when their kids are very, very funny or just say what they're really thinking. But then over time, especially as my mom, my mom's last Thanksgiving when she was ill and we were or the power of that Thanksgiving of of what we knew was precious in life. And now her grandchildren, my children and, and my, grand, you know, were able to witness. So it has been, um, for me, whenever I come around Thanksgiving, I can't, I can't undo the fact that it, it was a source of all life, my life, my parents giving me life, you know, so it's, it's always been a real, real, um, special holiday. Um, yeah. And remembering the giver of all gifts and the giver of life. Oh.
0: Joe, I wanted to let you know that, um uh, Um, Molly commented, and uh, she said, you hit on some good thoughts, uh, Father Joe. Every day should be Thanksgiving. We did a Zoom family reunion, and it wasn't bad. uh, There you go.
2: (laughs) That's wonderful. You know, apropos this year, one of the things that came out um, a couple weeks ago when we had a retreat at the Retreat House uh, with the focus on gratitude uh, a number of people who attended that weekend were so appreciative of the topic. And when I say that, because some people just signed up to go on retreat, they, they, they were not as attentive to the topic as much as they were to the possibility of, of just coming away and being able to pray and uh, enjoy the grounds at Ignatius House and whatnot. Uh, but a number of people made the comment at the end of the retreat that um what they appreciated very much about the topic of gratitude and thanksgiving was that it took their for lack of a better phrase it took their mind off this pandemic and reminded them that even even in the midst of this pandemic that's been going on there there's a lot in their respective lives for which to be grateful and and the weekend and and i think this not only is this a timely topic in light of thanksgiving um, but I think it's also something, and as we both, we all know, you know, from the Ignatian examen, gratitude is extremely important. And to be able to, no matter what you're experiencing, uh, to be able to say, there is something in my life presently for which I am grateful. And to be reminded of that and to be intentional about that, um, as the examen encourages us to do.
0: You know, I find, um, that when I pray with words, I tend to begin with gratitude. That's kind of the default. And so when, when I pray with our nearly four-year-old Eva in the evening, we always start with gratitude to name one thing that we're thankful for from the day. And, um, and sometimes it's it's really special, um, uh, you know, what she says. And it also um it also forces me to recognize that myself. And so that's that's a practice that I've been making sure that I do, um, you know, if, if I find myself just too tired to do a full exam and I'll just name three things I'm grateful for from the day. And um I end up sleeping a lot better. But to to um kind of instill that gratitude which is really again a recognition of the gifts um, to instill that in my children um, my hope is that that can set them up for just being you know kinder more you know grateful people Mm -hmm. any final thoughts from the two of you
1: Well, I think we've been talking about having an attitude of gratitude, which is a phrase that that I know that my father used to to throw around a lot, too, which was, I think, a way of of reminding ourselves. that I think at the end of any day, right, you know, that that change of stance, just approaching a day um, in with a grateful heart um, brings a joy, brings a joy to each other. We're we're. We're joyful. I, I do appreciate that about, about Joe Ling as I share across an office with someone who comes, who, who lives out of that. And I, I appreciate that about you, Joe, as we can share about gratitude, about that kind of attitude, when we can come into a space with that kind of, of, of stance, we are better people. And, and that gets passed on, that gets passed on.
2: Well, very kind of you, Maria. I, I do think, you know, in terms of that attitude, I, I think there is a choice involved in um, expressing thanks, and, and there has to be some intentionality there. And, uh, you know, some people, I think, are naturally grateful people, and I'm sure we could Probably not anyone at Ignace's house, certainly, but people that we've encountered in our life who who are not grateful people um, who. uh, And it's I kind of feel badly for them. At times, I think life must be very hard for such a person who who can't find or be inclined to say thanks for things in their lives or. uh, or, or always seen you know, a, a character in the little Abner cartoon from years ago that always had a little cloud over their head uh, and, and I've known some people like that and I feel badly for them uh, but I think what you were saying Maria about an attitude of gratitude it, I think it is something we work toward and work on and there has to be there's a, there's a choice involved I think to some degree and um, I think it does impact how you encounter your day and how you experience it, you know, what you're doing with your, your daughter. And, you know, instilling in her a, a sense of gratitude just by calling it to her attention uh, is really a beautiful thing. It's a lesson you're, you're instructing her with. Uh, and I don't doubt that uh, perhaps she's instructing you as well uh, a, a bit on that one. But thank you both. This has been wonderful.
0: Well, if if uh, if the deadly sin is ingratitude, then gratitude is certainly an antidote for all those other other sins like pride and greed and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Well, I am grateful to uh, both of you for your generosity and your recognition of the gifts and and the gift of um, of of our team and our family at Ignatius House. I think that's uh, That's important. Well, thank you all for joining us this evening. We invite you to watch our past conversations on our Facebook page or listen to them on the uh, People of Hope podcast. Our next conversation will be on December 17th, and uh, Father Joe will join us again as we talk about about joy and the incarnation just ahead of Christmas. So please join us then. In the meantime, visit us at IgnatiusHouse.org to learn about how you can join us on retreat and engage with other uh, prayer experiences online. Be well and have a good night. Thanks for listening. Learn more about Ignatius House by visiting us at IgnatiusHouse.org or following us on social media. And be sure to subscribe to this wherever you listen to podcasts. May the blessing of God be with you always.